Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, thank you very much for downloading our uh, second episode of Ultimate Couch Fans. I'm Christian O'Connell. With me is Brian Lacey, as always. Uh, we are so excited. We launched last week, and uh, this is all new territory for us. Uh, but thank you so much for your tweets, your Facebook posts. Thank you very much for downloading it. Um, you know, as we go along, we're going to learn what we're doing and make changes as we go along. And uh, but uh, thank you so much. We're both kind of stunned and overwhelmed well, by the response. We had last at week. least two or three very excited phone calls between yeah. each other as tweets were coming. We read them all. We uh, uh, yeah, we and then we'd pick the phone up and that'd just get our blood flowing. Yeah. We couldn't wait. We could have done a show straight away on Wednesday, yeah. couldn't we? Now it's great. I've been doing radio for like 19 years. Let's so come and do something different. Um, where you can talk at great length about people <laughs> in cages. Self-indulgent length, oh, let's be honest. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so a couple of things that we really need people to do, if you're downloading the shows and getting into them to support the show, the most important thing we need to do to keep it going uh, is we need you to rate and review the show on iTunes. Put your name on there as well, because I'm going to start to thank you as we go through the shows. Absolutely. Give you some credits. So if you put your name on there, but rate and review it, uh, that'd be fantastic. And also we are, in the next couple of months, we're going to be doing some of these live and if you do go and rate and review, I think we would, the least we can do is give some of you some free tickets as well. Absolutely. Uh, so thank you for supporting the show. So please rate and review it. But we have a stacked show today. Uh, there are two fight cars this Again. weekend. Two Again. UM, but two <laughs> UFCs. There's the Ultimate Fighter finale and an amazing main card on that. Then there's UFC 213, which is all about Bobby Knuckles for us. Oh, my God. Uh, we've got Hero and Villain of the Week. Uh, we've got a couple of emails that have come in with your fight questions and making his debut. Making, making his Dave, you're weighing in at. We always said this show is Brian and I who are just two fans. Okay, we are two fans and uh, we have a fan coming on the show today. He is a 14-year-old schoolboy <laughs> who uh, called the Samster and uh, he is coming on and he's going to represent the, the younger fans. The next generation. Mate, we, we yeah. are literally handing the torch over. We, we are. are the fading fans. We, we, we hate to because admit it. we always think it's people like us getting into it and being into it and have been with it a long time. But we forget about the teenagers who are getting into it now. So he's coming on. Uh, the the time we're recording this, uh, we've specially had to do it so that as soon as he gets back from school, we can chat to him. And then we've got half an hour window. He's got a wolf down his tee and he goes out <laughs> to have his, have his kids' Kyokushinkai karate class. <laughs> um, so not only is he 14-year-old and MMA fan, but he could kick both of our asses, he, he basically. Is, he's Sam Sturt, the real karate kid, and uh, he's going to be our new correspondent. So he's making his debut as well. Superb. Now, I know you've, you've come back from Russia. Poland, mate. It was, uh, Poland. It was yeah with ACB, so the Russian promotion. Yep. But we were in Gdansk in Poland, which is where the UFC are going to be in October uh, for ACB sixty three. The the town is beautiful, mate, and the arena. Mind blowing! It was one of the. Um, it's, it's, I think it must be fairly newly built, but beautiful arena. And then we had a good night of fights as well. That's a fantastic fight. I, I saw as well Luke Barnett did a, a, another great win for him. Oh my god! Mate. And now he's fighting Scott. That's going to happen. Scott Askin. Well, it's uh, it's not officially been signed, but let's just let me just say from uh, inside the ACB, because the the cogs are turning pretty fast to make it that happen be. in September. Now, Luke, this is this is the thing for me. Me and Luke have uh, commentated on ACB. Yeah. A bit. The first night, me and Luke, we went to Georgia. This was my first commentary gig. This was over a year ago for ACB. We landed, and I'd never met the guy. I've spoken to him a couple of times on other podcasts, but obviously he's a big guy. He's, yeah. he's a monster in the cage. Never met him. Uh, and uh, the first night we get there, we land. Five in the morning, we get picked up. This is in Georgia, okay? So we get picked up. We go through the airport. We've both never been to this country before. As we walk through the gate, waiting for us with a sign is a police officer saying, Barnett, 
<laughs> Lacey. That's not what you want, is it? That's a welcome not... committee to take him in. <laughs> is he like a lethal weapon? I'm... He's got to report himself but, to the authorities. But this is, so he's six foot eight, okay? He's six foot eight. And they bought, they, but they basically, ACB, booked, they didn't book as a taxi, they booked as a police car for our first gig. We got back in the back of a, this is the first time we've ever met, back of a police car to get driven to the hotel in Georgia in a country we've never been to. Nobody speaks English. No... Aren't you drawing more attention to yourself <laughs> like that? <laughs> Wow, what an introduction to Big, and he's a lovely guy he's as well. A, he's a lovely. This is this. He won't thank me for saying this as well because we got to the hotel and it was uh, it was five in the morning and they'd forgotten to book a room for us, so we had to sit up all night. And this was this is this was a bonding experience. We're now yeah. we're now really close friends, really good friends. Um, so we sat up in the morning, we chatted away all the way through the night till they got a room ready. And at about twelve thirty in, uh, in in the afternoon, they said to us, Barnett, Lacey, we've we've got your room ready." And then she just paused and she went, "There is one problem." There's only one bed. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles now. <laughs> it truly is. So I ended up having to share a bed on our first time hey, I ever met. Ever what goes met. on in Georgia stays in Georgia. Where's this story going? <laughs> anyway, listen. To cut along so short, Luke's now pregnant. Luke isn't. We're, we're expecting our first. <laughs> Your life partners. It's a great thing. I think hey, it's, it's lovely. It's 2017, mate. Welcome to the new generation. That's very good. But I did take a little try and take a selfie of of us in bed together, and he gave me like we were laughing and giggling at this fact, the fact that we were in in bed together, and uh, I put the phone to take the selfie and he just turned and looked at me he didn't even say a word but those eyes said put that phone down right now, now. Right, right, now. now. right now but yeah so he great performance took on Max Nunez last uh, the weekend knocked him out knocked out a massive light heavyweight yeah and looks like he's coming back down for middleweight for one fight uh, against Scott Askin which would be amazing and what's the rumours about coming over to um, England in the summer? Are they, is it true that they might try and be rushing something this month, or this, is that this is very true? Keep your eyes and peel. In fact, just just go on Sheffield Arena's uh, <laughs> thing because they they released it without us releasing it. So uh, it looks like July twenty second. Keep your eyes open. We may well ninety nine point nine 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 percent be in Sheffield Arena with a uh, world title fight and some massive names so coming if, if to Sheffield. So if some of you are relatively new to sports, so you know about UFC, and you might have heard us talking about Bellator last week as well, a really good uh, organisation is ACB. And if you go online, look at some of the fights, it's mainly a highlight reel of beasts knocking each other out. <laughs> Seriously, it's quite an organisation. Right, uh, the, the very good thing is, while we're also super, super excited then, as this is us as fans and chatting to you as fans, uh, we will want your questions each week for fight mail. And we've got a couple of brilliant ones. Uh, the email address is oc at ultimatecouchfans.com. This first one is an amazing one. This comes from uh, Donna. And Donna wanted to know, uh, if you had to persuade a friend to be a UFC fan and you could only show them one fight, Wow! which fight would it be? Donna, that's an outstanding question. I never thought of it like that. I normally hate being asked, pick one song, pick yeah, one movie. Yeah, what's your favourite uh, TV series, all that sort of stuff. But, but this... This is a good question. So th Donna. thanks to Donna doing this, I went down a bit of a wormhole last night because the great thing is everything you ever need to know is on YouTube now, isn't it? About anything. Yeah. So actually, you can go on and watch some of these really old UFC fights. All the fights are there, and I start to. I I, I went and watched uh, Chuck versus Vanderlei Silva. Oh my goodness. Uh, from UFC <laughs> seventy seven. Ten years ago, yeah. when they just stood in front of each other and punched each other hard in the face. Yeah, who's the hardest man from Pride in the UFC? That was uh, Fight the Year 2007. That's a great one. Uh, Edgar, um, Frankie Edgar versus Gray Maynard. I watched any of the three fights any they of the three had. Fights. But number two for me in particular was just, just to watch a man take such a beating in yeah. that first round and then come back to, to make it a draw. Yeah. Show, that that epitomised Frankie Edgar, but also the sport. Yeah, that, that was brilliant. And then I, I kind of will it down to three. Uh, there's uh, talking about tough this weekend. Forrest Griffin versus Stefan Bonner. Well, that is the original start, isn't it? What let's, an let's insane fight! I could watch that any time. It still makes me happy. This the just incredible fight. The spirit in both of them. In the end, of course, they were fighting for only one of them to be given a contract. In the end, Dana had no choice. He gave both of them a contract. <laughs> Two great guys. An amazing fight as well. Uh, but for me, it's uh, Hendo versus Shogun Rua. What an insane fight. You Still the fight that all fights will be judged against. Oh, well, it's, it's, you just walked in on me watching that. So I was yeah. waiting for you at the studio. And, and I did the same thing as you. That Donna, the question is amazing. Also, represent. I love it. The first question we've had on an yep. MMA podcast is from a lady. Thank yeah. you very, very much. Um, so I went down the same wormhole. And looking at a question... I was thinking about because my favourite fight would be Robbie Lawler versus McDonald, Rory McDonald. Yeah. But if I'm trying to persuade that, that one's, someone, that one's brutal. It's too bloody. Yeah. The, I think you know what it's like, Brian. It's like a first date. Yeah. All right. It's, this is you exactly what I was thinking. You can't Go. get down to the fucking until later on, <laughs> and that fight was a kind of brutal fucking. <laughs> All right. So you've got to go, 
You can't be a slag on that first Mate, fight. You, can't, okay? you cannot, you cannot no. drop your drawers to that. But yeah. the, uh, the, the, just the image at the end where Robbie oh. Lawler's got his lips split and he's screaming. And even the, the fourth round where he spits blood like a bull out of his nose. For me, it shows everything about the sport. The, 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 uh, the brutality, the beauty, the guts, uh, the, the absolute just rawness of what this sport really is. But that's too much to but show someone on the first pushing through the endurance day. of what should be physically possible oh, between totally, two people. Totally. And, Rob, and that face of... Because uh, that was the first time that uh, McDonald walked, walked out to his new nickname, the Red King. Yeah. And then that is that picture afterwards with him just dripping with blood. I think that fight changed both of those guys oh, as well. forever. Mentally forever. and physically. Forever. I don't think... I would always remember that that what they had in there. I can I can rem- I remember that. I was emotionally drained from yeah. watching that. So can yeah. you imagine that last fifth round when when finally uh, Donald crumbled after that f- another punch to the nose. It was stunning, but it's too much for that first day. Yeah. So that's why I brought it back. I exactly the same as you. Yeah. Shogun versus Henderson. It had everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Well, they were on the feet. They were kicking. They were punching. It went to the ground. It was it was brilliant. Really, the, really good the, fight. The important thing as well for me in that, that fight is that it's two people that have been instrumental through generations of the sport. So yeah. I think if you watch that fight as a first, you could then jump back to Pride and see them performing there. And then also yeah. you've got the UFC they have a history. fights. They've got, they've got a history. They've been yeah, pivotal. Uh, let us know what you think uh, in answer to that question. So which one UFC fight would you show to someone? You've only got one fight to show to them. Uh, this uh, is another really, really good question as well. So uh, thank you very much to Donna for that awesome one. I think I might ask that to all future guests that come on. Uh, this one is from Luke Johnson. Uh, if Connor comes back to the UFC, what do you think he does? For me, it's quite an easy one. We are going to do a uh, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather special, a standalone show about that, standalone show about that, because it deserves so much to be pulled totally. apart. And But all we would say on that is, I think Conor will come back, and I think the only fight that uh, really makes sense for him, money-wise... Bear in mind, he's coming. He's coming off a nine-figure payday. <laughs> it's got to be uh, personally for me. I think, in, in terms of the money and what uh, UFC want of a really big fight, it's Nate Diaz three, without a doubt. Has it's, to be. It's the money fight. It is the money fight that by that the end of the year, needs. November, December. That's what they want. Even New Year's Eve. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that New Year's Eve got the yeah. big card they put on at the end of the year. He has come out and said, and Dana White said he's, he's asked for Khabib in Russia, which is just nuts. I can't see that. I, <laughs> I think that's maybe just something he said. Oh I can't see. Him, I can't see him wanting that. He's uh, he said that, uh, that but that sounds. But in terms like, of the pay per view, there's not a big enough audience. He's, he's all about the money. He you is know? totally about the and, money. And, and, and that has three for the lightweight title. Boom. It's not just Dana's decision. It's his new owners. They yeah. want. They want to make their money from this four billion they shelled out. There aren't enough people around the world. Connor right now is one of the most famous sports people in the world. And he needs a big name to fight him. Oh, absolutely. And Kahibi, yeah, for fight fans, great. But in terms of really big pay-per-views, no, it's about Nate Diaz for the Nate third Diaz. fight. Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz all yeah, day long. that's what we want to see. So, Luke, that's, uh, that's the, uh, the answer to that question. All right, let's get into the first of the two events this weekend. Uh, and it's all about Tough, the ultimate fighter finale. Tough 25. Tough 25. I, I, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched much of the actual series. But the card they've put on for the finale, I'm tuning in all day long. Yeah, it's all about Michael uh, Johnson, who is a fantastic fighter, but making his UFC debut is a beast. Yeah. Justin, let's get this pronunciation right. Gagey? Gagey. Gagey. Yeah, Gagey. So, uh, former World Series of Fighting champion, nicknamed the highlight for... A very easy reason. Yeah. Un- undefeated through his amateur career, undefeated in his pro career. But if you if you look at it as seventeen and zero, you think, oh, that must be easy. He makes every single fight a war. He's he's come out and said, I don't care about CTE. I don't care nope. about brain damage. I will literally just lay it on the line. And it says it all. The fact that he's debuting and he's taking on Michael Johnson first of all. Who's yeah, it's top, not it's not an easy fight. Not an easy seriously. Fight that at all. that's a really tough matchup. And I tell you what, that lightweight division is is deep and rich in talent as well. Um, I was looking at the, so in his World Series uh, of Fighter, which he's come from, uh, ten of his out the last ten opponents, only one has made it the distance with him. Yeah, that, and it's not just he's got phenomenal knockout power, and the way he just once he gets you up against the cage, he just goes to town. That's where he really comes alive. It's also how he uses that single collar tie, yeah, and holds them behind the head and then just pummels them. Then it's the leg kicks. He actually gets stoppages from leg kicks. <laughs> you don't see that much these days from leg kicks. <laughs> He he's actually got... stops opponents, not from knocking out, just from the brutal leg kicks. Even when he's in a clinch, he's still using that inside leg kick sometimes. Yeah. It's, he's just horrific, relentless pressure. You know those fighters who don't care about eating five yeah. to get two of those? Without a doubt. He's old school. 
Uh, he's he's crash bang wallop kind of fighter. He's, uh, he's he, yeah yeah he quite literally is. He's he, he's just exciting. This he's such a big signing. If you want to go back and watch one of his fights, one of the uh, the most exciting. First of all, he's been in there with people like Melvin Gillard and beaten them. But Louis pa- Louis Palomino, first time he fought him, which was uh, the World Series of Fighting nineteen. Go back and treat yourself to that fight because yes. it's an absolute yeah, war. That. It's amazing. A war. So in terms of our, our predictions for this fight, I I I, I can't say about Gaethje for me. Gaethje, even if he doesn't win, and a lot of great fighters who come over from uh, a, a rival outside organization don't win in the fu- in the first fight, Pettis didn't. However, I still think you know anything could happen in a fight. I still think it's his. I think he's got an, a really really exciting future. He's got he's got a great chin. He's got an yeah. amazing heart for this sport, and uh, he's one of these people. Loads of people will be saying Justin Gaethje now, and they won't know his name. He will be a fan favorite. Give yeah. him two fights in the UFC, he'll be one of the top fan favorites. You'll see him all the big pay per view cards just because of his style. Yeah, I think he's the future of the lightweight division. He's a name to start dropping now, so when everyone else is talking about him, you can go, "Yeah, I was into him years ago when he f- <laughs> when he first came over. When he first came over the spot, and no one knew was." So start imp- start name dropping it now to, to people. Get your Justin Gaethje yeah. t-shirts now yeah. so you can pop them on. Just and, make uh, your own one. You're yeah, not trying to yeah. buy one for this Just weekend. Just pour blood on it. That's yeah. all they look like anyway by the end of a fight. I would even go as far as to say, I don't know if this is his big talk, but I think he's the most exciting prospect in MMA right now. Uh, he's 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 like Eddie Alvarez. He's making yeah. that transition from another promotion where yeah. he's been dominant, exciting, destroyed everybody in him. It's like press- a kind of Tyson-esque just tear-up. Oh. Just tearing through people. <laughs> so, I mean, out of all the fights this weekend, that's one of them for me. Without a doubt. Uh, that uh, debut uh, is massive. You, you, the, 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 uh, the ultimate fighter is still trundling on 25 series in. I have seen this current season. Okay. And... Team Dillashaw, who've done really well against Team Cody Garbrandt. Uh, watching it has been quite awkward at times. Yeah, it's just kind of like I've seen the I've seen enough of the arguing. And I know years ago that's what you first liked because it was interesting, but that was a long time ago. It all feels a bit over familiar now. And the, you know, I know they came up with the redemption idea as well. So these are fighters who a lot of them have won it before. Yeah. you've got Joe Daddy Stevenson, who you know your heart bleeds when you see him. He shouldn't be fighting anymore. And also you kind of think. Where do they go? Whoever wins this weekend. Yeah. You, have you seen all the young lions around now? Yeah, the Seriously, monsters. They're going to get chewed up by them. Yeah. Yair Rodriguez, I know he lost recently, but there's so much young, exciting yeah. talent there. They're going to tear through these these older guys. It's a brutal, unfair sport. It's such a, it's so, and it's most unfair on the bodies because when you're a fighter, your mind is still there. You believe yeah. you can still do it, but you watch. I've, I've walked around the, the, the hotel when some of these older fighters have been there. And what it's are you doing? Just walking around a hotel watching them, Brian? <laughs> Every week we get. And when I say. <laughs> When I say Brian's been to Russia again, shorthand, he's picked up a new bride. There is no ACB commentary. Okay, There's no AC- absolute brides complete. That's what we. That's what we go and do. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's, you're absolutely right. Well, it's, what what do they do if if they lose this one? Then where do they go? But also the ones that win, it's still not 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 an easy path to uh, to no. reestablish yourself. If you think this... about all the great fighters that have come through it over the years. Bisping, I remember when Bisping was on it. It's very different, Michael Bisping, than he looks now. <laughs> and they had subtitles. Yeah, you patronising Americans. <laughs> we invented this language. Subtitles on Bisping, but it's a very different Bisping to how he looks now. It's before he got his kind of like his makeover yeah. and stuff like that. And I'll tell you how old it is. Bisping's got two working eyes. Yeah, that's, that's, um, you know, how, that's old how old it is. How old it that is. is how old it's it is. It's almost like black and white Bisping. It's back in the days. Fighting at light heavyweight as well, I believe. Yeah. That was yeah, crazy. Okay, so this is really exciting now. Making his debut. Uh, Gaethje isn't the only guy making his debut right now. <laughs> On Ultimate Couch Fans, we always said this is about the fans. We have the voice of the younger fans, the new generation of fans. This genuinely is a 14-year-old boy who's just got back from school, uh, who's recently got into the uh, UFC, and he sent me a note saying he's a big fight fan. I said, you know what? It's always got guys like us uh, talking about it. It'd be great to get the, the the voice and the opinions of a younger the younger fight fans. And so this is the Samster, and uh, he's just going to come on right now. Samster, are you there? Us. There he is. <laughs> us. us. Samster, welcome to Ultimate Couch Fans. Thanks for having me on, OC. So uh, I'm going to call you the uh, the real Karate Kid because once you're done chatting to us tonight. You're actually off to your karate class, aren't you? Straight off, straight after this, mate. And what do you do? I do Kurtis Shinkai. So that's like, that's hardcore, that's knockdown karate. That's not, that, no punches yeah, to the yeah. head, but you can kick to the head, that's right, isn't it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> and how, how long have you been doing that? I've been doing it about a year now, been doing it about a year, so uh, just getting into it. 
And um, have you had a fight yet? Have you done any, uh, it's like done any tournaments? Well, I actually had my last competition about two weeks ago. How did you get on? Went straight for the brown belt, took him out. <laughs> what, what, what belt are you? I'm, uh, I've just got my blue. Wow, and you nice. took out a brown belt? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing, mate. So is that, was that your first fight? Yeah, first proper competition fight. This is this is great. Dana needs this to sign wonderful. you up. One and zero. Yeah, yeah, one and zero already. Yeah, looking for a fight or whatever we call. It. Let's yeah. get Dana White over yes. here. Come on, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so tell us then, Sam Stone, how did you get into this uh, exciting sport? When did you first get into it or come across it? Well, it was about probably half a year ago now. My um, my dad's a massive fan of yours, so he heard you talking about it. So it went from you to my dad. And my dad to me, so it's a bit like Russian dolls of UFC, but um, <laughs> I sort of got through it that way. Don't mention those to Brian, Russian dolls. Again, <laughs> excited. Uh, d- oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what was, can you remember, what was the first fight you saw? The first full card that I saw was the Bisping Henderson fight, probably. Yeah, that, that's all right, mate. And uh, why do you like it? Because it is full on, isn't it? Two men in a cage punching each other in the face. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's answered that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Box ticked. <laughs> now, when the Samster comes on, uh, he's going to just uh, talk about whatever's on his uh, mind at the moment. So, what do you want to talk about um, today with us? Probably be about tough and uh, Cody, to be honest. Yeah, off you go. What do you want to say? What's well, a case of what, what do you think about Cody Osi? I think he's a great fighter, right? He's, he's yeah. come along and he's a really smart fighter and he took out a stone-cold legend, mm. all right? Mm-hmm. And, and I thought his striking... My favourite fighters are the really good, smart strikers, which is why I'm excited this weekend about Bobby Knuckles. Oh. Super smart striker. And, and again, with Cody Garbrandt, uh, to go up against someone like that and, uh, and to beat him is kind of his own his game. His own game, totally. He out Dominic Cruz, Dominic yeah. Cruz. Yeah. And I thought it was incredible. He fought a, a really smart fight. There was moments of genius in there where it was so good good so i like him however having watched this series the more you see it's it's, it's in quite it's been really embarrassing at times i know he's like a child isn't he he is <laughs> that's a 14 he's, year he's, old calling cody yeah. Garbrandt, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> the, the bantamweight champion wow. of the world a child yeah. <laughs> feel the burn though from the real karate kid he has gone in he's, he's you've gone in harsh there mate you've gone in harsh there now, and, can, can i ask you a question about cody if that's all right um yeah yeah what, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the neck tattoo, please? What's the younger generation thinking about a neck yeah. tattoo? Well, you know, you know in school, or you might still do it now, boys, but where you'll write a little note to yourself on your hand. Yep, I do. Yeah, stand-up yeah, sometimes. Yeah, You've yeah, got a new bit or something like that. Yeah, it looks like he's done that on his neck and it's just sort of got out of control, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got the marker pens out and he's going to be in detention for that. It's sort of his shopping list or something up there. Well, he looks, it looks like the, the Burger King tattoo That's around right. his neck. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And also, is it going to age well? It's not. Net cool. tattoos never age well. I've always wondered about Cheryl Cole's whole rosebush on her bottom. I beg your pardon. That's, that's We're talking to a minor, and you're bringing up Cheryl Cole's rosebush? <laughs> you keep her garden out of this. I am so sorry about this. Come on. You've been calling child line. <laughs> I'm really sorry about this, Sam Stoke. Okay? <laughs> and what are you making about the... Because he's a very manicured guy, isn't he? Uh, his eyebrows. It's hard not to be taken in. <laughs> he's got better eyebrows than my wife. A, do you know what? I think he's actually got them from his girlfriend's makeup bag. Yes, I think maybe he has. Yeah, he's gone and he's definitely yeah. he's done a lot of uh, plucking with those eyebrows. It's for, for someone so butch and carrying a neck tattoo, you think if you're that hard that you're going to neck tattoo yourself up, then yeah. w- you wouldn't be that bothered about a bit of bushy eyebrows, would you? <laughs> It's not yeah. one of those things where you think, oh, no. my neck looks, I look hard as nails, but oh, I need, <laughs> if I need to bat my eyelids. Well, maybe, maybe he's balancing himself out. He's so macho, he needs to bring on the femininity. So that's why he's done his, his, his eyebrows like that, is to balance himself out. Or maybe it's just regret. Maybe he's seen the neck. He thinks, I need to really improve the top end to, uh, to, to counterbalance that neck stuff that's going on. Have you been watching uh, this, this series then, Redemption, The Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for the final next week. Yeah, and well, this week actually. Yeah, and uh, what else have you you got on your mind? Well, I'm thinking after going to the karate competition, I thought, why isn't there an under 16s Ultimate Fighter? That's a great uh, what like a kind of tough not toddlers, uh, but a junior version, the Ultimate Fighter Juniors. Yeah, so anyone under age of 16. Yeah. So toddlers, your teenagers, anything. And what you'd all be just locked in a house together. All locked in a house, babysitters looking after it, <laughs> phone charges in the octagon. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Wi-Fi could not handle it, mate. The no, Wi-Fi seriously. alone would tap out. Maybe let's that, be honest. Maybe that's what you, they, they win each week is the right to have Wi-Fi. Yes. Then you see teenagers really going for it, yeah. really tearing each other oh apart. My God. I think maybe you do like a junior version. Why not seniors for over 60-year-olds? Oh, Listen, we've, we've got to let BJ Penn go. We talked oh, about this. No, no, he's gone. Him and Johnny Hendricks. He's gone, mate. Him he and Hendricks. Him, Hendricks, Hendo. Get out. Get out now. I've had enough of this. It'd be like last, last of the summer wine. <laughs> oh, get Vito Belfort rolling down the hill in a barrel. That would be go. wonderful. I'd watch that. I, I would watch that yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, you've turned me around in one sentence. So are you allowed to stay up and watch any of the fights or do you watch them the next day? I normally watch them on record the next day, but there was one time where I'd round my mate's house and I watched it live. Whoa, uh, sleepover. Oh, sleepover. A fight sleepover. Yeah. This is great. Which one <laughs> did you stay up and watch? It was Holloway. Aldo Holloway. Nice. So, what a great fight to see. I've sort of, yeah, I've, I've crept across. I've tried to sort of sort out the TV. I've gone down to sit it, and the TV's not working. Nightmare. And I've broken the TV. No. Anyway, the next one, they've been like, should we watch TV? I'm like, no, nah, I think we'll give it a pass this morning. And who's your favourite fighter in the UFC? Who do you love to watch? I know he gets a bit of stick, but I'm quite a big fan of DC. Um, like I Connor, love the fact you said that. You know I what? love the fact you said that. You're a credit to your parents, yeah, my that's friend. Right. Because, <laughs> do you know what? You're right. Why? What's he done wrong? Why are people booing him? That's yeah. the world we live on now. Those are the morons that you see leave comments on YouTube videos and block capitals. Oh yeah. He's a he's a, a more than a decent guy. His life story yeah. and what he's been through. Oh my god. And he's so yeah. unfairly treated by moronic fight fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get booed against, we stood next to John just, Jones, and for him to get the booze, he didn't crash into a pregnant the, woman. Come on. No, it's 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 heartbreaking. So to hear you say that you like DC and to even feel that like you had to couch with that, I've got an even lot more respect for you, mate. That's no, I'm a great be, one to say. I've got to be honest. I'm I'm sat across from Christian now and he's welling up. He's actually <laughs> welling up. That's, <laughs> a, little bit. that's, that's a little bit. But I, I will the say this lip's too. Going. You will learn this. You know, you think being like an England football fan can break your heart. That's nothing compared to the UFC. Come the end of this month, those two fight each other, Jones and DC. And I'm worried about DC. I'm worried about DC. I'm worried about DC Seriously. as well. Seriously. I think he's going to win. Oh, oh come, come, on, on. come on. Come on. <laughs> this guy is the real crossy kid. He, he tells it like it is. Sweep the leg. He's going there. How's he going to win? Did you see the, so the last round of the first Jones and DC fight? Yeah. yeah. DC had figured him out, I think. I think he really sort of... He's he sort of seen oh what he's done. Oh, dear. Think, listen. What do you mean? Now, listen, Samson. Oh this is, listen, because you're 14 and hit. I'm going to hit you now with... This is going to be like a TED Talk. When you're your age, yeah, you say all this kind of stuff because your brain is growing, okay? You don't know much. He's going to figure John Jones out. I'll tell you what he's figured out about John Jones. He can't beat him. He doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> John Jones has come back even more powerful, he looked even more aggressive. Well, this 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 is the thing. The fact that look, Sam, I'm I'm sticking up for you as well on this. I I think Thank DC you. is less intimidated in this time round. I also think the mm. fact is outside the cage with John Jones sadly losing his mum and still going through fight camp, continuing with this. That's an X factor. You never know how no, anyone's going to. There's cope no with X that. factor with this guy. Go on. Hit, no, no, I'm not saying that it won't uh, affect him losing his mum, but this guy's made of something else. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah. he's made of something else. It's going to be brutal. Yeah, I, th- I, just, I don't even see it going the distance, guys. Really? No, think, I oh don't. I, honestly, I'm worried about your Samster. I'm worried about Brian. I'm constantly worried about Brian, right. but I'm worried about the Samster. No, we're, we're going to have to sit up and watch this one, aren't we? Yes, That's we it. are. That's yeah, right. but you ain't, you ain't coming around ours and breaking our TV. <laughs> right, listen, Samster, I know we've got to let you go now. You've got to have your tea, and then you've got to go off to your uh, knockdown Kyokushinkai class. But listen, Samster, the real karate kid, that's a strong debut, my friend. Us. Well done. Us. Us! There he is, everyone. It's the real karate kid. See you later, Samster. He just hang up on us. He just hang up on us. Either that or he's flatlined. Do you know One what? or the other. Kids today, they're all off their nut and meow meow. <laughs> okay, before we get into UFC 213, uh, time for quick fire round. Uh, this is where we're going to talk about our heroes and villains of the week. If you ever want to send us yours, email address is oc at ultimatecouchfans.com. Bright, they're still with your hero of the week. Who's it for you? Hero, well, this this uh, it's one of those, what do you go for? There was a couple of moments that I thought that really stood out. So obviously Matt Hughes, there's, uh, he's opened his eyes, he's off a ventilator now, that's amazing stuff. Tonya Evinger taking that fight with Cyborg, the 
Invicta 135 yeah. champion just just all guts just said yeah. I'll take it but this for me it's much more serious one and um, no it's not much more serious than Matt Hughes surviving what are you talking how do you go how do you go more serious than that <laughs> what makes that look like light hearted oh, well, it's not light hearted but I think I just think this is a brave move and it's something that they're, they're backing up California State Athletic Commission and now uh, they've stopped Henan Burrell competing at 135 because he missed weight against uh, Dillashaw for his last fight he Good. didn't make weight he was ill and he never even made the fight to be honest um, they've now done a thing where they've instilled a 10 point system where you're going to be monitored in weight and because he missed weight last time they don't deem it safe him coming back to the state so he's going to have to fight a right 140 decision. so just for me weight cutting after seeing how athletes do it after seeing how dangerous it is, it is the most dangerous part of our sport. People people that just tune in for the Saturday night fights do not see what hell go, they go through on the Thursday night to make weight for Friday. So anything that makes that side of the sport safer, California State Athletic Commission, you are my heroes. I'd still say that uh, Matt Hughes blinking <laughs> isn't... I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Can you email me yours before we do that? <laughs> um, my uh, hero of the week is is is. Yeah, well done, Matt Hughes is blinking. Now listen, um, losing weight Hen- it's a tough one. It's a, it's a tough Hen- one. Can you know, eat a Burger King. You know, let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do this. Um, my hero of the week is Nigel Ben. Oh. Oh come on! You're gonna you're gonna call this, mate. Let me tell you this right. So uh, Ben's been trying to have a rematch with with, with Chris Eubank. Yeah, they're, they're both in their fifties, by the way. Small yeah. footnote. And uh, Eubank, it just hasn't happened. Steve Collins, uh, a, a guy who who beat Ben and uh, Eubank, has said he's up for it. Uh, they're in their fifties. Right? That's ridiculous. I spoke to uh, I spoke to Dominic Barker, former middleweight world champion, and uh, he said that he'd spoken to Nigel, and uh, Nigel said that when he was fighting back in his heyday, he had a lot of very good times. Was he, it a hundred percent? He did enjoy himself. This he re- before right. he found Christ, really, he found yeah. quite a lot. Really of other enjoyed things. himself, yeah, yeah, and yeah. still was a phenomenal fighter. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the photos. He's still in great shape. And he said now that he's clean, he's even he's even fitter. He's in his 50s, I know, but let's yeah. go with it. So, it's unlikely to get a proper uh, license because they're both in their 50s. However, Nigel has said they don't need it. They're going to have the fight anyway. Oh, my God. What, in a Weatherspoons? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Where? Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Little, little car park. Yeah. Let's do it. So, but what? I, I love the fact that, you know, what competitive spirit then for Nigel Ben? He can't let go. He says he wants closure. They fought years ago. Oh my God. Let it go. This, that you see, this, this is if they do do it in a car park, it will save them fitting a standard stairlift to the ring for either side, though, won't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the fight, you know, on the ring, could be sponsored by Saga Holidays. <laughs> you know, were there's originals yes. on their trunks? <laughs> That's it. Uh, so Nigel Ben for uh, still having in his fifties the uh, fighting spirit. You legends, mate. You le- and Steve Collins as well for saying yeah. yes. I'm getting great for that. fighter in, in um, their day. Yeah. The heyday of British boxing is coming back now. We've got some great fighters Love again. It. But I'm telling you now, when we were all young fight fans, you know, you used to, they used to show those fights in the pubs, and the pubs would stop for like those kind of amazing fights. Eubank and Ben and Steve Collins, they put on some great fights for us. Uh, just maybe not such a great deal in your 50s, but the fact Ben said, we'll just have it anyway. Just do it. Yeah, do that we're in a commission. Yeah. We're, we're, we're fully grown men. No one's telling yeah. us what to do. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Uh, who's your villain of the week? Villain of the week. Well, this is, this is, I don't know, it's villain stroke criminal stroke somebody maybe should have some sort of restraining order on them. Somebody has uh, bid $15,000 oh for Justine Kish's soiled pants from the last UFC. Do you know what? $15,000 for some shitty nickies. My goodness, mate. It's, it's wrong. It's, 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 it's several shades wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing, right? Everyone these days, if you've got some kind of kink, you can go online and have that, you yeah. know, do your thing. It's that scratch, yeah. all right? But you keep it to your hard drive, yeah. okay? <laughs> keep it to your deleted history, Yeah, all that's right? right. You don't go public and let everyone know you want to you buy that. Yeah. That guy, the world's going to know that guy. Any future job interview, you're going to have a quick Google search. Go, don't let, go, don't no. get him up from reception. No. And don't for crying out loud, shake his hands that's, as well. That's right. What do, you mean, what do you mean he wants the desk by the toilet? No chance. Leave. Go. This, this poor Justine K- uh, Kish story about her uh, accidentally sorting herself in the cage doesn't go away, I'm afraid. Because uh, have you seen that uh, it looks like Dane has given her 
a discretionary bonus. <laughs> if he's handing out those, I'm quite happy to jump in that cage and shit myself <laughs> and go, where's my 60 Gs, baby? Come on, baby. Come on, where's my Submission 60 Gs? of the night. Knock out of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. Uh, okay. Yours, mate. Well, who's your villain for this week? Villain of the other week has been the reaction from the Pacquiao fight uh, against Horn. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I, I, I've watched the fight twice. So I watched it first of all and thought, crikey, that, that's daylight robbery. I watched it again, but with the, with the sound down and you see it slightly differently. Sure. And I know that there are some um, boxing organisations that are starting to do that in this country now, experiment with the judges watching it with noise-counselling headphones. Yeah. And you see a different fight because when you're watching it with, with, with the crowd, uh, any uh, punches that uh, Pacquiao start to throw, they're going nuts because it's their guy. Yeah. However, those aren't necessarily connecting. And so... I thought it was a really tight fight, but I don't think it deserved quite... And I know this is very controversial. A lot of people are probably going to say, I'm nuts. Watch it again with the sound down. Um, I think it's very close. You could, it could have gone either way, but I don't think, think it was daylight robbery of the, the stuff that kind of happened to um, Manny when he fought Bradley. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, and also, what people have forgotten the fact is that Manny Pacquiao, for about five or six rounds, looked like a shot fighter. Really? The old, do you remember those fantastic flurries he used to just non-stop work rate? They weren't really there anymore. He looked old, he looked tired, and if you're Conor McGregor, you're going to hope that Mayweather is going to come out like that. Yeah. I don't think he will. No. Um, but and, and also, you, you, I think you're taking away from uh, Horn what a great heart he showed. At the end of the ninth round, when he looked like he was out, the referee goes over to his corner and says, if you, if you don't do something the next round, yeah, he I'm said, taking him out. My job is to protect yeah. you. And he said, let me fight. Yeah. And he said, show me something. And, and his, his corner team said, if you won't, if you won't throw in the towel, I will stop this fight. Yeah. You've got to give me something. Great referee. He should be a hero as yeah. well. What a legend. So uh, he comes out and he does. And the last two rounds, he dug deep and he definitely won those last two rounds. What I, what I did like, Teddy Atlas is a legend. Teddy Atlas used to train Tyson. He, yeah. he actually squared up to Tyson. They fell out. He actually squared up to Tyson and quit training him over a huge fallout. Teddy Atlas's book is a fantastic read as well. If you, you want to go a good boxing book, read Teddy Atlas's book. This show is about passionate fans. Teddy Atlas is a passionate fan. I might not agree with everything he said here, but that's what being a fan is, is hearing other fans out. Have a listen to this. This is just after they've just announced the verdict, right? Bring side out of the fight. Listen to Teddy Atlas. Get off the fence, Teddy. Tell us what you think. <laughs> I'm not going to mince words. That's stupid practice in the States where some idiot decided to give trophies to everybody just for a good effort. Instead of saying, oh, guy won, guy lost, and you deal with it. You learn. It's part of growing up. It's part of life. They give everybody a trophy. That's what they did tonight. They gave a trophy, a win, a huge win, to horn the local kid for trying hard. You're not supposed to get it for trying hard. You're supposed to get it for winning. And I thought Pacquiao won the fight. If you go by the real rules, the Marcus of Queensberry rules, who lands the cleaner punches? Couple of things about that. One, the passion there. Two, his mic shield. They must have had to clean that up because he's spitting all <laughs> over it. And it felt like, you know, you get those emails in block caps. That's what that was. But he's he's making his point. He actually then went up to Horn afterwards, confronts him on camera, you know, and his face is battered, okay? Wow. And he says, you're a stand-up guy. I won't do the voice. You're a stand-up guy! <laughs> you're a stand-up guy! But I'm telling you, you didn't win that fight! I did you straight, you didn't win that fight! I want Dana White to bring him over to the UFC. I, I can't get enough of shouty Teddy Atlas. <laughs> Don't ever cut Teddy Atlas up in traffic. Oh, man. That may run away! Educate! Educate! So, um, uh, yeah, that's our heroes and villains of the week. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, let's get back to the fights. Okay, let's talk about uh, another massive UFC fight card this weekend, UFC 213. I'll be honest with you, uh, I was so upset when I heard the Lawler cowboy fight was off. Yep. It was almost like it was too good to be true. But now I hear it's 214. 214, indeed. 2.14, uh, is, which is great news. It will happen. Uh, I hope nothing happens to that fight, that they, they really do get to do it, because that is that will be an amazing fight. When we were saying at the start with Donna's question, when we said, which fight would you suggest? I would almost pick that one. Yeah, which I would future fight future, is going to be yeah, an all-time classic. Not even future, say, yeah, there yeah. will be a fight in a couple of weeks' time. That is the one to watch. There's no way that that can be a dull fight. There is a lot to look forward to on UFC 213, even though Lawler isn't fighting. Uh, for me, it's about Robert Whittaker, Bobby Knuckles. A.K.A. Bobby Knuckles. Like I said earlier, I think he's a super smart striker. I mean, when you saw him, how he demolished. What a, a smart fight plan. He took apart Jacare Sousa. He's one of the world's best grapplers, and Robert Whittaker was so cool and calm in there. Even when Jacare did get his back, he didn't do what a lot of fighters do, where they freak out, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get choked out. It's Jacare Souza. And they're kind of overwhelmed by the legend before and doing the worst thing where they tense up. He just relaxed. He just shrugged him off. And if you looked at how he uses his jab so well, you know, when he faints and how he comes lunging in with it and how he switches levels. And uh, Sousa's got a, you know, a big right hand on him. The moment he would come in, he would be moving out the way, circling away so that he was nowhere near that right hand. A really smart fight. Uh, but he's taken on someone who appears to have come out of a Marvel movie. <laughs> he you, looks like he's been drawn. He's you, so strong. Have you seen the pictures this week of him yeah. before weighing in? This yeah. is like bef- before he's got one of the most ridiculous bodies. He's also, I think he's 39. Yeah. One of the most ridiculous bodies in the UFC. Did get busted, but that overturned uh, uh, for supplements. Um, uh, yeah, tainted supplements. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a surprise. Okay. Surprise. <laughs> um, but he uh, he's taken on Robert Whittaker. And for me, the evolution of Whittaker since he moved up i remember he was yeah. in the, the tough the smashes that's right and then he was uh, uh he, he was welterweight and then yeah. he's moved up to middleweight and i, I thought that was a bad move because he fought clint hester to start with and he's a monster he looks like he looks very similar to romero not as skilled but he's worked big his strong way up. middleweight big strong middleweight brad Tavares he beat as well who's, yeah. who's a that was a scrap uh brunson that was an amazing fight down under down yeah. there and then to Souza to get the title shot so he's just grown and grown on me and and uh, as a fighter in the cage as well. He's just exciting, mate. He's very, very cool, man. Yeah, but up against Romero. Mm-hmm. This feels like, because the middleweight division has been a bit of a mess, and that's not Bisping's fault. Bisping just, it's Bisping's fault, man. It, it, all right, it is totally Bisping's, fault. Bisping's fault. He's our guy, but it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's totally you know, but He might play. be fighting GSP at the end of the year, so in the meantime, uh, yeah. Just stick business, that, but, well, just, they, they yeah. were going to force him to fight yeah. uh, R- Romero, and then suddenly this magic knee injury popped yeah, up. Yeah, I bet. And, uh, I'd have and, one of those. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, knee! Oh, More wounds! Knee. I've got a stitch! I've lost my other eye. Yeah. Come on, what's going on? Yeah, I think smart decision. And I don't know who he'll fight for his last fight, but it looks like it'll be GSP and then one more and then, well, and then Bisping's done. Either GSP or he fight, or Bisping will fight the winner of this fight. Well, that is a scary proposition. Because he was supposed to fight either, Whitaker before. Yeah. Do you remember? He, he went down. It was it was on a card down under, I think. And um, uh, yeah, he was supposed to fight Whitaker, and something happened and it changed. He got a different opponent. Uh, and I think he dodged a bullet there, to be honest, because I don't think he would have got the Luke Rockhold title there's, there's shot. A, there's a slight similarity. They're both very skilled kickboxers. Yeah. And what they don't do is they don't waste a lot of energy trying to knock your head off. It's no. very controlled. It's a lot of pace and power and accuracy. If you look at that brilliant left hook uh, that Bisping uh, had been training for a couple of weeks with Jason Brillo when he knocked out Luke Rockhold. Again, he had a game plan and he executed it really well. Stunning. Whitaker did the same. And uh, for me, I'd love Bobby Knuckles to win. However, that is a tough fight because... Look what! Look at the last eight fights 
of Yom Romero. He snaps people in two. Oh all right. He, look, look what he did to Chris Weidman with that flying. Knee. How can a guy that big jump up in the air and Fly, knee you in the old, head? That old. I can barely bend down to pick up the remote yeah. control at the age of thirty-eight. Yeah. And uh, and he's doing flying knees. He's just a scary dude. But even his voice, the way he yep. talks, the whole mystique about him. He's uh, and he's he's an animal. He's an absolute animal. But it's I think, an exciting fight. I'm 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 going for Robert Whittaker. I think he's the kind of guy who could take it to a decision and be very smart. Stay away from the back of the cage. And he, he, he dealt with Souza came in for the takedown a lot. He used his front kick and that rear kick really well to kind of keep the distance apart yeah. and move around well. I think he would execute a good game plan. But that is a tough fight because at any moment, Romero looks like he's doing nothing. Yeah. And then he just descends out of the skies or something. <laughs> it's like, how did he get up there? I, I, I think, from my point of view, it is the old football an- analogy uh, adage, sorry, uh, a game of two halves. If Whitaker can survive that first two, three rounds, yeah. then uh, it's more in his part. That's that yeah. fourth and fifth. I can actually see him finishing it because Sousa gases. Yes, he does. gasses bad. Well, he's um, a big dude. And that, when you're that sorry, big, Romero, they don't like to go the full distance. Absolutely. He's got a lot of muscle to yeah. fuel. Uh, but I think Romero is so down. You see what he did to Sousa in that first round. It's, it was, it's all fight where you, you need to be watching it the whole time yeah. because anything could happen in a yeah. fight like this um, which is what makes it so exciting uh, so yeah I can't cannot wait to see that one I hope Whitaker does it but I think it's a great matchup oh, stunning great great I mean 213 is a nuts card as yeah, well. it is. you've got the main event Shevchenko yep. versus uh, uh, Nunes and that is the rematch how do you think that going I, I see Shevchenko doing it I, I see it I take it I mean yeah. I, yeah. I think a new champion is going to be crowned New champ. I think it's going to be down to cardio Shevchenko is tough as nails she, she comes from that Muay Thai background her sister's the jungle fights champion a Muay Thai champion uh, she is uh, real deal a, a, the real deal and t- that's nothing to take anything away from Nunes she's an amazing fighter as well but if you look at her last couple of fights of Shevchenko what she's done with like Holly Holm yep. uh, and Jessica as well She she's really on ascendancy N- Nunes is the hardest hitter in that division yeah. without a doubt uh, but I just think that Shevchenko's tough and also very, very skilled and technical. And I think she will get it into that fourth and fifth round. And Nunes is going to struggle with the gas tank. She's yeah, yeah, she's she's known for that. But Nunes is this one that's so tight, mate. Yeah, it it's is. so tight. But yeah. um I, I think we I will go have, for Shevchenko, new yeah, champ. Should, new champ. But Shevchenko. should be a great fight. Yeah. Really good fight. Uh other fights and on that card as well. What have we got? We've got uh, we have got oh, there's Alistair Overeem rematch with Vadum. That's uh, that's an exciting one. So they're coming two back. Two big guys. Two big guys, and this in a looks... very strange division because you've got this very dominant champ now, yep. which hasn't happened for quite a while. Yeah. Um, with poor old Cain Velasquez getting so many injuries, which is a crying shame because that guy is one of the best heavyweights the UFC has, has ever had. I would say it has had. However, with him not around at the moment, come back at some point. Stipe Miocic is a great heavyweight champion. Yeah. But he needs good... Who does he fight next? Winner of this? Well, we've got uh, Nganu versus Dos Santos f- yeah. as well coming up. That'll be later down. But this this looks like it'll be the eliminator for who takes on Stipe. It does, doesn't it? And uh, uh, Vadum is looking just like a, a monster again. Uh, sorry, and an Overeem as well, physically, yep. is looking again back in that sort of shape. Again, really Ubering. exciting fight. Two big knockout artists, two super experienced fighters as well that have been around a long time. I actually think if you can get... Uh, Overeem being focused, I think he can win this. Uh, he can, he's, he's he's become a clever fighter yeah. now. He's become he has you to change at, his game plan. Totally, a bit. it's not it's not sort of do, looking to dominate. You watched the Dos Santos one; yeah. it was a dull fight until yeah. uh, Overeem picked his moment, caught yeah. him with a shot, uh, and he's done that with a lot of his fights recently. He's made the changes to his game plan yeah. and how he fights now even, a much smarter way. Even the and it's tough to take down, uh, yeah. and even the way he sort of stands, he lets people. He's he's a total counterpuncher now, yeah, which is. is different from his early. And days. if you looked at what Verdum did when he got chinned he got knocked out when he was charging forward yeah. I'm sure he's going to not behave like that but I think that um, um, that uh, Overeem can win this yeah I think he can be savvy enough but uh, Vadum for me is a uh, is one of my favourite yeah, heavyweights still a legend yeah still a legend in there so it's one it's, it's again it's a pick and this is such a good main card yeah. and it's kicked off with Pettis versus Jim Miller. So you've got two guys who haven't been doing very well. Well, we're talking about all these other fighters that are in ascendancies like uh, Whitaker and Shevchenko. You've got two guys, two brilliant fighters, but are off very tough 
What losses? So, so no, Miller's done. It, it could be someone could be getting cut at the end. Well, of this. Uh, Pettis is the one in threat. He's, he looked he's, quite he's, lethargic compared to what he used to be. He's returning to this weight class. This is this yeah. is the thing. So it's he made that drop down, and he just wasn't himself. He got knocked out for the first time down uh, down a division, and he's going up against Jim Miller now. It's just a tough fight for anybody. Yeah, he is. Miller's last loss was Dustin Poirier. That was a decision loss. But before that, he's actually he was on a three fight win streak. So Takanori Gomi, Joe Lozon, and Tiago uh, uh, Tiago Alves. Um, most two of those decisions and uh, yeah, his last three have gone to the decision so he's just a tough fight for Pettis to come back to this this, Very this division uh, but a great fight to kick off a, a, a main Pretty card good. If, if Pettis can get his magic back Pettis wins this and also, there's something on the line now. Pettis loses this. He's out. Pettis is, Pettis is in trouble. I don't know if the UFC will cut him because of, of, of uh, Bellator scooping up every, oh, they've rushed him. everybody yeah. that they can. Um, so it's, but he's in. He's at a point where that that getting even close to that top five is is yeah. drifting away from him. I'm going to edge towards Pettis' uh, decision, but who knows? We'll see. We will see. I, I'm actually going to go Miller. I think yeah. that I think Pettis is strong guy. I think he's. Go, I think he's going through something. Yeah, confidence is a massive. Thing we're fighting, and I think he's struggling with that. And you're going up against Jim Miller, who you know what you're going to get. You can predict what a Jim Miller fight is going to look like, and it's going to be tough. It's probably going to be bloody, and uh, and he's so well rounded that um, he's, I think he's going to make it difficult for Pettis. Awesome. Um, okay, so that's the main. That's the main ones, isn't it? That's it. That's the main ones for the for that that card. We've got some undercard stuff, but we'll leave it at that for for the main card. All right, that is the end of today's show. If you enjoyed it and uh, you want to help the show out, then please support us. The easiest way to do that, it'll take you less than a minute, is to go and rate and review the show on iTunes. It's a big deal for us. Uh, it really helps the show out, and more importantly, it helps us grow something here long term. So rate it, review it, put your name on there as well, so we can thank you as well. And if you've got any questions, uh, you can email them for next week's show, oc at ultimatecouchfans.com. You can find us on Instagram as well, at uh, ultimatecouchfans. Look at us instagram now email it's like your own little startup it's normally i have people that do this for me of course you do mate of course you do i've I've had to write down passwords brian i've had to write down passwords that's that's remembering them that's the difficult thing yeah exactly all right thank you very much listen to the show we're back next week us planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.